The following podcast has not been approved for audiences. Welcome to Rated In For Nobody, where we watch movies nobody... Uh, uh, <laughs> oh God. I'm Okul. I'm Brian. And I'm Lawrence. I'm God, I, I, like, I couldn't even think of anything clever, you know? This movie was just... Yeah, that movie, movie fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, I was just telling them, like, this movie like burned some of my brain cells. And not in a good way, either. I, not, I, not, I feel... not in like a huffing gasoline kind of a way. <laughs> more like more like uh, getting a lobotomy kind of a way. Yes. It's like, you, you know how people have those movies that change them forever, right? Well, this one like permanently damaged my head. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, you know how like when people take like L- LSD and they like fry their brain, you know? This is what this movie is. That's what that movie is like. This it's movie. Like, yeah, yeah, this movie is the LSD version <laughs> of cinematography. Not, not even like you know those like psychedelic trippy movies that are like, but this one's like, like super cool. Shit. No, this one's <laughs> that are super cool. I hate to disagree with you, Lawrence. I don't think any of those movies are super cool. Hey, okay, but like this, I don't know. This is like that uh, black market shit that we just watched. Of yeah, I, I said like watching this movie is like finding some weird shit on the deep web, and like and you're watching it and you're like, I'm not supposed to be watching this. <laughs> that's what this movie feels like it almost feels like that's the vibe the movie was going for though yeah in my opinion at least it kind of feels like they were kind of shooting for that like weird kind of you know this is weird it's nonsensical but it also kind of like lost where it was meaning to land a lot of times and it ended up just being like this drab contrite like piece of boring garbage yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, today's movie is Big Man Japan, if that wasn't evident by the title of this episode. <laughs> um, this movie was not good. It was made in 2007. Uh, had a budget of $22 million. That's uh, pretty good, actually. Pretty, pretty decent pretty decent budget but it really doesn't look like it's a 22 million dollar movie either i mean i didn't well, think so at least right this was also made in 2007 but it's not like gonna justify anything well i mean i meant more so because like half this movie is shot in like as a mockumentary kind of a thing mm-hmm. so it's all handheld recording like like if you're feeling like a documentary and this is a 22 million dollar movie which uh half this budget probably went to the cgi if I had to guess, yeah. you know, um, so it's it's half, a half his budget went into the the fashion choices of the main character. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I mean, he, I mean he, he was dripped out. He yeah. was <laughs> honestly he fucking fit perfectly with the drip. Well, the funny the funny thing, I mean, not for the people who made this movie, but the funny thing about this movie is that the box office was only like nine million dollars. <laughs> So they took like a $13 million loss on the film. Kind of unfortunate, if I have to say. Yeah. So the thing about the movie was like, it could have had something going for it, but like, it just wasn't interesting at all. It just, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. 
Yeah, yeah. well, it's because it was a bad movie that didn't make right. any sense. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe Lawrence and I were just trying to make too much sense out of it. I think... Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can make sense out of it. I think it's it's purposely nonsensical. That's what I was about to say. I think that the Good movie point, yeah. in in and of itself was intended to be kind of a against the grit, you know, against the grain kind of uh you know, stand standalone film that is supposed to go against everything that you see in normal film, you know. Like it's it's supposed to have these scenes that are just weird and you know, don't make any sense, but at the same time, it's supposed to be like a kind of a a make making fun of of movies that try and do these kinds of things. But I just felt like it didn't really do it that well. Yeah. And it seems like the consensus online is kind of split 50 50 in favor of the movie and also against the movie. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of where we are, too, which is interesting. Yeah. Well, let's let's do this. Out of everybody in this call, who here would watch this movie again and liked it, and who here would not watch this movie again because they did not like it? Uh, Okul, let's start with you. What do you think? So, hmm. If I was on something, or, you know, <laughs> okay. this would be a fucking experience. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but alone, you would not. Alone. Um... Well, you know how people get into some like really dark uh, places in life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, Big this, Man <laughs> Japan saves you from killing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Lawrence, See, I was gonna say I'm the opposite. Um, Big Man Japan would be the reason I kill myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lawrence, I think I'm with you on that one too. You're <laughs> not wrong, but this movie. It, again, it just made me uncomfortable. Like I, again, like it's like finding something on the deep web, like some sort of like obscure hidden movie that's like if you watch it, you're you just like you just are, die. It's like the ring, <laughs> the ring tape. Yeah. Seven days after you watch this, the big man just comes to your house and fucking rips you in half. <laughs> oh, so, uh, well, actually, I will say that for later. Yeah, we should talk about um, the plot of this movie, or ra- well, the lack thereof. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, <laughs> is there really even a plot to this movie? I, <laughs> I think that's a bit of a stretch. To yeah, give this- a general synopsis of the overall plot of this movie, it is a mockumentary filmed about the hero, quote unquote, hero of Japan, who is the big man Japan. That is, that is what this movie is shooting for. Uh, it's a mix between. TV broadcasts and handheld film done by a, you know, like a journalist, a reporter who's filming a docu-series on this guy's life, right? Uh, So, and they don't really explain that at the beginning. So (laughs) it's good to know up front before we start explaining, you know, what all happens. But that's the basic gist. We start the movie off with this guy who has really long hair. He's kind of old, uh, and he's on a train, and it's it's like I said, handheld camera. Everything is just point and shoot. You know, it's not it's not anything like professional. Like we're not we're not doing scenes from like like a Marvel movie or anything like that. Like this is this is like Blair Witch esque kind of a kind of a filming, in my opinion at least. I don't know about you guys. 
no, I can see where you're going. Kind of like yeah. Cloverfield or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, like, it's more like The Office. Like, it's a mockumentary. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. true. Yeah. True, true. They have, they have like, a, a lot of talking head scenes. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. The only, the only difference is that The Office is actually, like, funny. I don't know. I think this movie had a couple of good scenes. And also, I think The Office is a little overrated. That's yeah, fair. Agreed. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys didn't, like, <laughs> crucify me for that. Oh, holy <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> have you watched The Office? I have. Have you watched The Office? No, yes, of course I've watched okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, this movie starts off with um, this guy on a train. He's, you know, we, we immediately just jump into this, into this, like, interviewing style, like, thing. He's just kind of talking with people on the train. He's like, hey, man. You heard of this big man Japan? What do you think? He's like, yeah, he fucking sucks. This guy's a piece of shit. And he's like, yeah. Um, yeah, he like he he has this like obsession with his umbrella that like literally makes no sense. It means nothing. Man just likes his umbrella. Man likes his umbrella. He literally fucking talks about it like every time he goes outside, and it it literally has no meaning to the plot. They just like to talk about this guy's umbrella. So worth mentioning, I guess, just because of how much he likes it. Oh, you know, I'm just going to say this kind of a spoiler, but uh, yeah, kind of near the end in the movie, he's like talking about his umbrella again <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, kind of a spoiler here. Uh, later in the movie, he mentions it for like the 50 jillionth time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there is like I said, it's kind of shot like a video documentary, also kind of like a travel blog almost. Because it's a lot of, you know, walking around, not really in one place. For too long it's just him going about his day-to-day -day stuff and this camera guy's just tagging along he's having a great time living life to the fullest following around this superhero so <laughs> um we you know like literally like the first like fucking 15 minutes well 15 minutes maybe not maybe like 10 minutes into this movie is just this guy going shopping like yeah. they don't establish what the fuck we're watching for the first like 10 minutes of this movie yeah we were kind of questioning if we were watching the right movie at first cause... <laughs> weird <laughs> yeah it, it was such like because here's the thing right did you guys watch the trailers to this movie we did yeah. did any part of the trailer make you think this was a mockumentary no no not a single bit right the trailer is completely different from what we ended up with and yeah it was weird because you were expecting, by watching the trailer, this is going to be some, like, Godzilla-style, like, just fucking fight scene after fight scene after fight scene, and that's the movie, right? Spoiler alert, there are, like, five fight scenes in this movie, and the grand total of length of, like, screen time they have is probably, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. It, I don't understand why. That's, like, the whole fucking premise of this movie. It, I, you know, maybe, uh... There was something interesting in those documentaries. <laughs> something interesting in the documentary. <laughs> something interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm watching this guy feed straight cats. is a very interesting movie. I'm so glad that we watched two hours of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just not so much to talk about. The interviews are just there's nothing like special that stood out. Like uh, I remember the like when they were doing, you know, they were talking at the I guess dining area or whatever. And then some kid like throws a brick at the window. Well, and yeah, then, that's yeah. that's not happened yet. That I mean, duh. Um, 
but yeah, no, I agree. It's like it's this movie is set up like a mockumentary, but none of it's interesting. There's like yeah. very few scenes that are actually relevant to this movie. You could have cut this movie down. This is like an hour and fifty three minutes, something like that. Easily could have been an hour and ten, hour and twenty, maybe even less, like an hour and two. You no, could have really cut all. Bit. Go ahead. I feel like this movie could be like 30 minutes, honestly. <laughs> you yeah. could have cut a lot of fat out of this movie, and you still would have had a pretty good movie. Yeah. This yeah. is like uh, when you go on YouTube to watch a how-to video, and it's 17 minutes long, and like the first 15 minutes are the guy begging you to subscribe to his channel. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I just want to fix my sink. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to glue this fucking doorknob in place. Like, how do I... <laughs> Why do I need to listen to you talk about all these things first? Just trying to perform CPR here, man. <laughs> also, to my channel. I feel like I should clarify. I know that you don't glue doorknobs onto doors, okay? <laughs> I Look, yeah. this movie cooks me a little bit, but not that bad, okay? <laughs> um, So... Yeah, it's it's uh this guy is just walking around for like the first ten minutes, whatever. Uh he goes into this building which is called the Monster Prevention Agency. And the place is completely falling apart. Uh there's graffiti all over the outside of it and on the fence and stuff that's just like you fucking suck, like kill yourself, you suck, die, like you're you're a menace to Japan or whatever, and we're like, Man, I wonder what this guy has been doing to garner this much hate. Because at this point in time, we don't actually know that he's the big man in Japan yet. Because this guy has no fucking substance in this movie whatsoever unless he's in the big man Japan form. <laughs> uh, truly, truly, he has no presence in this movie. Like, like nothing he says, nothing he does, unless he's big man Japan, fucking matter at all. Yeah, I agree. Especially when we get to the ending, and then literally none of this fucking movie makes any difference at all. None of it. Oof. Bad movie, bad movie. I'm just going to keep saying it. Anyways, <laughs> we're inside this place. Uh, like I said, this guy's got like super long hair. He keeps flipping it around and stuff. It's kind of funny to watch him do. Um, I could relate. Um, as I have <laughs> yeah, because <long hair. laughs> yeah, you've got super long hair too, right? Hey, are you going to be the next big man in Japan? Are you taking over the family yeah. business? Of course, man. Of course. It's also because I'm Japanese. <laughs> exactly. Say what? Yeah. It's also because of Japanese. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Japanese part is uh, unimportant, unimportant. You can be big big man Japan as an American. Hey, what are you saying? Are you, trying not, you trying not to include us Americans? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Would they, would they call it avocado man American? <laughs> <laughs> say when you become big man Japan. No, American, like, like, I don't know, I'm trying to make it, like, sound funny. What? I don't know, man, I'm fucking, my brain. <laughs> alright, alright, I'll let that one slide. Um, so we're inside this guy's shitty-ass, like, he lives here and also he works here, so it's like his apartment slash business. Uh, and we're just at this dinner table, he's doing this interview. He's got a cat that he, like, lets live there, and it's kind of gross, because he's, like, sitting at this table and he's got this cat in his lap eating food off a plate in front of him like he's just letting the cat eat his his dinner off his plate i think that's kind of weird yeah yeah was like no, hey hey don't try to justify it. you were like oh cute 
<laughs> I was yeah, I was looking at the cat. I don't care what the cat was doing. I was distracted by the cuteness of the You're cat. You're distracted by the cuteness. Oh, huh? yeah. I bet you let your cat eat off your plate too, you sicko. I, I don't have a cat. That's why I was distracted by the cat. <laughs> um so this interview is taking place. It's um and I, I wrote at this point, like, this is literally just a movie about a documentary on some guy. And and this is only, like, 15 minutes in. At this point in time, this th I'm already like, boy, this is going to be a real fun movie. I, I can't wait to see what kind of shenanigans we get up to with this documentary thing. So we find out a bit about this guy's backstory. He's he's divorced. He's got a daughter. He's, like, six years old. Um, He's doing this interview, and some guy throws a fucking brick through his window. <laughs> like, right past his head, just brick through the window. And he doesn't even break his sentence. He just keeps going, acts like nothing happens, right? Um, it's We do, like, a little cut, and it's, like, that night, and he's in the same place, and they've cardboarded up the window with, like, boxes and stuff, and he's still doing his interviews. I just thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> Another, like, brick was thrown at it. Yeah, and then, yeah, 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 and then they throw another fucking brick through the exact same place as earlier. So, we are talking with him a little bit, and he's just talking about how much he fucking hates his, like, his job. How much he hates what he does. Uh, and he's complaining about how much money he makes. And he says that he makes, like, $5,000 a month. 12 months out of a year. Which is a sixty thousand dollar salary. That's pretty decent, I would say. Yeah, Especially since all he has to do is fight monsters. And he says later on, he doesn't say it here, but he says later on, it can be anywhere between a day and six months that a monster shows up. So he literally could be making sixty thousand dollars a year to just exist in Japan. Well, yeah, but you also got to put into effect that like this dude is being nonstop harassed by people, you know. That is for, like, true. A job. That is true, and that that is definitely worth mentioning. Yeah, because all the graffiti, people fucking breaking his house. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that that is a that is a fair point. But at the same time, like, damn, sixty thousand dollars a year <laughs> to fight a monster here and there. I mean, where do I sign up? <laughs> true. True. Um. He's just bitching about how much money he makes. He says he wants $8,000 a year instead of $5,000, which is, a, I mean, kind of a substantial amount. Instead of making uh, $60,000, he'd make yep. almost $100,000 a year. So, I mean, yeah. Yo, fuck getting that degree. I'd, I'd fight monsters, man. <laughs> well, also, this is this is, this is is also something. This is, what, is yen Japanese currency? Yeah. What's, um, what's... I didn't really catch on to the... Oh, so yen is like... I, I don't know the exact, like, you know, capita or whatever, but usually um, 100 yen is a like dollar. Okay, so it probably is not as much money as we think it is then. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they might have... Because if, uh, a, if, if... Let's just let's just say 100... Like you said, 100 yen is a dollar, right? Yeah. So if we divide 60,000 by 100, then he's really only making $600 a year? I can't be Bro, right. What a shitty job. I can't be right. Six hundred a year. I, I well, the subtitles said it in dollars, so maybe they were already doing the uh, conversions. Yeah, that, that's that's conversions. what I was trying to say. Okay, okay. Converted it. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I was I was gonna say I, like, six hundred fucking dollars Japanese, a year. I was like trying to you know like listen to it in Japanese, but then that part I kind of like read the subtitle. Yeah. For a second. And yeah, so yeah, I didn't yeah, really yeah. Hear, yeah. 
Okay, I was confused for a second. I was like, if this guy's making six hundred dollars a year, then there's fucking bigger issues to worry about. Him getting another three thousand dollars is not gonna bust anyone's wallets here. Uh, he, you know, he's just doing these interviews. He's just bitching about how much he fucking hates his life and all that stuff. Uh, he's at a restaurant. They're interviewing the wait staff. They're like, oh yeah, he's been eating here for f basically forever. He eats here like three times a week. Uh, they're like, did you know that guy is big man Japan? Like, you know, the fucking Superman of, of Japan. And the guy's like, wow, that's kind of neat. <laughs> like, um, I get that he's not super popular, but like, I don't know if, if that, I just feel like you'd have more of a reaction than that. Um, maybe just fucking hate him. I mean, they do hate him, but like, yeah, like, so why would they fucking care? Okay, so if Megamind came and sat down at your fucking, you know, Zaxby's, and then the, some guy came up to you and was like, "Yo, that's fucking Megamind over there, right?" You'd probably be more than like, <laughs> "Oh, really? That's kind of neat." You'd probably be like, "Holy shit, are you serious?" Yeah, that's fair to say. Yeah. Like, even if they don't like him, like, I feel like just being like, "Oh, neat," that's a little bit of an underreaction. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine that scenario oh look there's Megamind <laughs> there's oh, fucking Megamind holy shit Megamind's in my, in my Zaxby's I wonder if he's gonna get the chicken combo <laughs> oh man sponsored by Zaxby's by the way eat Zaxby's Zaxby's just... is delicious by the I, way. I think Zaxby's is just okay I have some good stuff I just leave the call <laughs> yeah, end of end of episode. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit overpriced. Zaxby's Zaxby's sponsor us. No, fuck you, Zaxby's. <laughs> <laughs> um, now that we've opened the door for Popeyes, we can continue. Hey, hey, Popeyes is Popeyes is. Uh, I've never had Popeyes. It's, it's. I honestly think it's worse. I think it's. I honestly think it's worse than Zaxby's. Both of you can leave the fucking call. It's just me now. <laughs> um. So yeah, he's he's you know he's just chilling at this restaurant. They cut to him at a park. There's a bunch of people playing in the background. Really sad looking park. <laughs> this is the typical park in Japan. There's nothing in it. It's just like yeah, dirt. Welcome to Japan. It's just dirt. Yeah. Also, even even the little kids in the background at the park were like making fun of him. Were they? Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah, I saw that they were they were on a single slide in like a 50 foot dirt area and that was fucking it. I didn't know they were making fun of him. Yeah, they were like looking at him and staring at him and like pointing and stuff. That's kind of funny. Hold on, hold on. Let, me, <laughs> let me show you guys. Yeah, there you go. That That's like your typical Japanese park. It's just it's it, it's a concrete <laughs> concrete desert with a single slide in the middle of it. <laughs> Like, I, I, yeah, welcome to Japan. Welcome to Japan, yeah. Um, so they're they're asking him. They're like, oh yeah, you got a family or anything? We find out he's actually divorced, but he does have a daughter who's like eight years old. And this, keep in mind, this is a documentary series that is going to go on TV. Okay, this is going to be public. He looks at this fucking cameraman and goes, "Yeah, I wish I had a son instead." I wish I didn't have a daughter. I wish I'd I'd given uh a I'd had a son instead. And the camera guy's like, oh, uh, kind of weird admission on camera that your daughter's gonna see, but uh, why? And he's like, oh, you know, someone can carry on the family name, you know, yada yada yada. You know, he's like, oh, well, you know, they uh, they there's no rules against the you know my daughter being 
fucking big, big woman Japan or anything. I just don't want her to be. I wanted a son to do it instead. And the camera guy's like, man, you're kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, he mentions like, oh, yeah, well, I only get to see my daughter once a month. He, uh, this is actually a lie that he tells, though. Remember? Because uh, a, a, a girl can't be. No, 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 no. About him visiting oh. his daughter. Oh. He tells yeah. the cameraman in this scene, he goes, yeah, I see my daughter once a month. Uh, we get to spend, you know, a lot of time together. I'm just so busy that I'm not, I'm not allowed to see, like, I can't see her anymore with work and stuff. Uh, but we can actually, and this is a little bit of a spoiler later, spoiler for later on. We come to find out this, that was a fucking complete lie. He's only allowed to see his daughter two times a year. And it's because his fucking wife says, I can't stand to spend any more time around him than I already am. Which was kind of harsh, but that was, what a bitchy thing to say. Yeah. Can't not stand to spend any more time around him than two times a year. Damn. Yikes. Anyways. So he's talking about how, you know, he gets to see his daughter and all that. He says he can't ever leave the country or go on vacation or holiday or anything because he never knows when his work's going to need him. And just like that, he gets a phone call and he's like, oh, speaking of the devil, the work needs me. We got to wrap this up a little bit. Um, and so also worth mentioning at this point, yeah, they're asking him about fuck asking him about the United States. They're like, oh, what? You don't like you don't like the United States or anything. He's like, no, nah, I don't really trust him that much. And that's important for the very ending of this movie because, you know, just makes complete total sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the worst fucking me uh, fucking scene of this entire movie. We cut to this guy on his motorcycle moped scooter thing. And we get a two minute uninterrupted drive to this fucking building. Yep. No music. No, nothing. It is literally just the sounds of cars, and that is it. And we get a two-minute uninterrupted drive up the up to the driveway of this building. Jesus Christ, dude. You sound so like angry. <laughs> yeah, because this movie fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this could have been like a 10-second like a shot of the two of them driving in separate cars, and then we could have been at the gate. And there, there's a two minutes off this movie. It goes oh. from 153 to 151. And he, when they get to the gate... We see him get out of the moped, go all the way to, to this gate, <laughs> open the gate, get back on the moped, and start driving again. Yeah. No, we, we aren't even afforded the luxury of him just cutting to, to being past the gate. We get to watch him open it, remount, and keep going. Bro, it's, it's very important, I promise. <laughs> yeah, literally. This is, this is called We Make More Money The More Time People Spend Watching This Movie, so let's just try and fill it with whatever we can had to pad the runtime yeah because they fucking needed it right hour and 53 is not long enough we need more sponsorships <laughs> no not yet not yet we'll, yeah, we'll get to that <laughs> um so yeah he's uh, the whole time he's driving there's all these like signs and graffiti and stuff that's like you're trouble drive off a cliff kill yourself it's just people fucking hate this guy yeah he finally after opening the first gate makes it to a second gate and now we finally get a cut. Thank the Lord in heaven. Thank Jesus Christ himself. We get to break from this fucking driving scene and watch him from another angle. Wow. <laughs> Great movie, by the way. So, yeah, he uh, 
he's waiting for entry into this place. A security guard basically starts hassling the cameraman. He's like, fuck you, buddy. Go out. You can't come inside. And so guess what? We get another three minute scene of him just filming the fucking empty building while he's inside doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Great editing choice. Great filming choice. Whoever did that's truly beyond their their times in this film industry. It's needed. Yeah, it's needed. Yeah. It's needed. <laughs> it's it's important to the overall plot of this movie. Yeah, it's it's yeah. this this is probably the most ah uh, beautiful scene yeah, of this movie. Like, I don't think you understand, Brian. Your little brain cannot fucking comprehend how Im- that scene is. Just fucking mind boggling. This scene. We're too dumb for the movie. <laughs> yeah. <that> we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're too dumb for Big Man Japan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man my big man japan brain can handle all this. <laughs> big man japan is actually like highbrow art you just don't understand it. you just don't fucking get it bro you just don't get it the the fucking next level comedy that's sprinkled throughout this movie is is the work of a legend i'm sorry to say oh if only right no um so you know, we're we're just filming this fucking building. Eventually, we see him walking past in a bathrobe through a window. And then, like, Nikola Tesla's ghost himself came down and just started activating all these fucking pylons around the building. Like, to activate his, his ginormification, or whatever you want to call it, he has to get zapped with electricity, right? But the way that they do it is so weird. Like, why don't you use something that's not a whole fucking transformer system to do this. Like, we have pylons all over the place and all these, like, jumper cables and shit. Where do they put those jumper cables, Brian? <laughs> you do the honors, please. I I would love you to. His goddamn nipples. That is right. They just hook him up to his nipples. Straight attached to the nipple head. <sighs> Great movie. Great movie, by the way. Yep. <laughs> so, finally, 22 minutes into this movie, we get to see Big Man Japan. Finally. We have this weird thing that's like a fucking Pokédex entry of this monster he's going to fight. Because it's like giving all these statistics and like the name and stuff. And I don't really understand why. It just doesn't really fit in. Yeah. It's just a weird... Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, yeah, it was fucking weird. I don't know. I mean, it it was cool they were, like, making it in that style, I guess. But it was just such a weird cut, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it it just... I don't know. With with the whole of this movie, it's like, you would have thought... It's a mockumentary. You would have thought he'd be explaining before or after the fight. He'd have been like, oh, yeah, that's one I usually fight. It's, uh, you know, whatever. It's this and this and this. And it does these things. But, like, they just cut to, like, these newspaper articles. And it's, like, somebody from, like, the fucking 1950s speaking into, like, his crackly speaker. And it's like, this is a monster by the name of... Like, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It doesn't really fit in with the rest of the tone. It's an interesting stylistic choice of uh, of doing these Pokédex entries, but hey I didn't make the movie. If I did, it'd been a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
Did anybody get the name of this thing? This first one that he um, fights? No. It's basically a giant comb-over monster. <laughs> um, yeah. Because it, it's like... It's weird. It's it's like this uh, giant fucking like marshmallow. But it's, its arms and legs can detach and extend. And it wraps them around buildings and stuff to fucking rip them up and throw them all over the place. And it, I say... It's the... Uh... Like the wrestling move where you grab and like just do a backflip kind of thing. Yeah, fuck it. It's not a suplex, is it? Pretty sure it is. Yeah, suplex. It just. It is a suplex. Yeah. Just suplexes building. That's building. That's all it does. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Why does it do it? Because (laughs) it exists for torment, I guess. (laughs) Because it's weird. Because some of these monsters have feelings and thoughts and emotions and some of them just exist to fuck shit up i guess this is one of the fucking shit up variety because it doesn't speak all it does is poop eggs and break buildings that was yeah very anybody want to walk anybody want to walk us through the poop the pooping egg scene oh my gosh conveyor belt (laughs) comes out of its asshole (laughs) the camera cuts to where the asshole is and it's just shitting the eggs to the like greater of where the building once was yeah yeah it literally shoots a giant asshole spike into the ground and like a conveyor belt of eggs starts going (laughs) yeah we don't see those eggs ever again no i just realized that no that's a single single instance of the eggs oh fuck almost like this movie wasn't completely thought out weird huh brian 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 it's for the sequel it's for the sequel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, this is some symbolism that neither of us understand. Clearly, clearly. You, big man, big man, Japan brain. <laughs> oh, no worries, though, because uh, big man Japan is here to save the day. Uh, except for literally he gets punched in the face one time and he's on the ground out for the count for like a minute straight. For being the defender of Japan, he really fucking sucks at his job. Yeah. He gets his ass kicked more than he does ass kicking in this movie. Well, okay, so I'm going to be honest here. Uh, from what I've seen of the Japanese police, though, like, uh, there, there's not really much Japan could do. I, it's, it's okay, I don't think there's <laughs> much anybody could do against a giant fucking alien thing. At least he's trying, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts, you're right. So... Big Man Japan, yeah, he gets his ass kicked. This thing starts fucking buildings up again, and then he just appears behind it, like fucking. Oh, yeah. What was that? What's the clip from? Amayo Emushindo. What's the? Uh, what's that's that? From Fist of the North Star. Yeah, it basically he does that and just appears behind this thing and just <laughs> beating the shit out of it with a giant club. Amayo Emushindo. Nani? Yeah, literally. That's this scene I watched, right here. I actually watched that whole anime. <laughs> oh, yeah? Fucking old. Really old. <laughs> um, so, this is the funniest fucking scene of the movie, and I love how many times it happens, because I just, I love it. It tickles me every time it happens. We get, after he beats the shit out of it, right? He just kicks the ever-living fuck out of this, out of this demon. We get, like, a Doctor Strange soul-leaving body moment. And its soul just fucking ascends into a beam of light in the sky. It's so, like, funny and also just weird. Oh, man. 
I'm I'm sorry that that my people caused you bleach your what? Eyes. I'm sorry, my people made you want to bleach your eyes out. What are you talking about? <laughs> just this fucking movie, man. I'm just sorry. <laughs> I thought you meant the soul part. I was like, dude, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, yeah, the soul part was pretty fucking funny, though. Yeah, no, take a couple tips Rambo, bro. <laughs> what is it called? A Astral projection? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. I I just called it the Doctor Strange thing because yeah, that's what they it, fucking it, do in that movie a lot. It's astral projection, but it but they didn't even, they didn't even do that. They're just fucking dying, and their soul <laughs> is going into heaven. Yeah, you can just it manifests it's like, itself as a soul, and you can see it. <sighs> Does everybody in Japan die like that? They don't show it happening to like regular <laughs> people. We don't see regular people dying either. Maybe that's just the whole thing in Japan. It's just fucking souls floating up after they die. <laughs> They just never like cared to mention it to anyone else outside of Japan. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're uh, all in nursing homes, so they can like with open ceilings and stuff, so their souls can float up to heaven. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, so we cut to this family having dinner, and we find out that it's his agent's house. Uh, he has an agent who books all his like crime fighting. It's kind of weird. Uh, Lawrence was kind of saying that it might be like a like a take on capitalism. Uh, you know, where it's like even superheroes aren't allowed to fight unless they're paid to do it, you know? Also, like, they, they always... He, the the uh, agent makes them, like, fucking paint on, like, sponsorships and ads. Yes. All over and, his body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so. just it's just this weird, like... Like, well, I mean, it's not really weird. It's just like this, this, this take on capitalism and how fucked it is. Because it's like we literally have monsters rampaging the city, and rather than having a superhero that can go handle them, we're gonna coat him like a NASCAR and then send him into battle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just uh, like, insert where do his here. Tattoos go to. That, that's I, think really they, I think they fucking spray paint them on because he doesn't yeah. have them when he's in his regular form. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he just uh, manifests maybe them. There's their sponsorship tattoos too. They oh. are, yes. Yeah. Um so it's a metaphor for capitalism, Morty. Yeah. Dude, this movie is highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> um so during this interview, this uh this agent is like, Yeah, takes him a couple of days to shrink back down to size, and he gets super fucking depressed afterwards. They never talk about it again though. They just mention it that one time, and you don't really see it at any point in the movie, like him being overly depressed after he goes back to normal, but maybe it's just because he's fucking depressed all the time. I think that's what the movie's trying to say, yeah. Well, I mean, this guy fucking hates his life, like, he's not happy with any <laughs> of it. Tell. Oh yeah, no, you can definitely tell. So, this is kind of a funny thing, they bring him some food, because he's like big in this house, and they bring him a plate of food, and it's like, he's, he's still big man japan right now like he's massive he's probably like 40 feet tall and they bring him like a regular plate size of food like what a normal human would eat and i was just like man that's like a single chicken nuggets worth of food for this guy his metabolism has to be burning so much higher than normal persons you know like, whales eat so much fucking food because their body needs so much energy. 
but you give this man more food or he's going to fucking collapse and die. So we cut back to when he's normal. And well, actually, before this, we're doing interviews in town just with people. And everybody's basically like, yeah, fuck Big Man Japan. He's a piece of shit. He does more harm than good. He's, he's not good at anything. Now we cut back to when he's normal. He's back in his his like. I don't know, his place of work slash home. And they're like, oh, shit, you back to normal? He's like, well, the cat's not screaming, so I guess I'm back to normal. Uh, You know, there's a little bit more, you know, back and forth here. He's like, oh, yeah, sometimes I'm left a little bit more drained after fights than usual. Like, just depends on the, the caliber of fight. This is where he mentions that there could be another monster today or there could be another monster six from six months from now. Like, it, it's just, you know, kind of a flip of a coin kind of a thing. And... We get a little bit of his his uh, story, his his ancestral heritage or whatever here, because apparently every member of his family has been big man Japan before him. And apparently his grandfather was like the big man Japan, like there's posters and merchandise and all these parades and stuff. He had servants and public appeal merchandising rights, all this stuff. He's a little bit salty about it, too. I mean, honestly, I would be too, like, you know, I mean, fuck, if I had to take over the family business and everybody fucking hated me, you know, this would be like, like 60 years from now, like Jeff Bezos' grandson takes over Amazon and people are like fucking throwing Molotovs in the windows and stuff. <laughs> like, like Bezos got to make the money while it was good and his son got shit in the face <laughs> as everybody started to, you know, riot against his company. So... He's talking about how he's, you know, monsters don't really appear that often anymore. There used to be 20 to 30 people who would team up to fight these monsters, and now it's just him. He's the only person. And apparently it's also televised, all his fights, and he used to be on it, like, primetime, and now it's stuck till 3 a.m., so... I mean, even if he wasn't super popular, like, if some monster was fucking shit up, I'd be watching that. You know? Yeah. Even if it was some, like, douche canoe who's doing it, like, hey, I would still be watching this thing tear apart my city just to be like, oh my fucking god, that thing, that that is where I go to school, that thing just destroyed my campus, you know? So, he's traveling to a electrical plant because there is another monster. And the camera guy starts giving him shit here. He's like, so... Why are we traveling all the way over to this plant and not, like, one in Tokyo? Because that's where the monster is. And he's like, well, because this is the one I wanted to go to. You got a problem with that? So, we don't really understand why yet, but we're about to. So, they show up. The camera guy is, you know, not... Well, he wasn't allowed in last time, but Big Man Japan's like, no, don't worry, guys. These guys are cool. They'll let you in for sure. And so, he gets to enter. Um, there's this giant ritual that they do for him to turn into big man Japan. Or so we think. Go ahead. They were like, you know, cutting swords or playing the fucking, uh, jeez, I forget the name of the drum in Japanese, but, you know, they're bonking that thing. Dude, it reminded me of like the fucking Halo opening music. (laughs) <laughs> they were like chanting stuff you know yeah, it was like the, oh, fucking, shit, the, cool. the massive choir like the the heavy bass the drum like i don't know i just <laughs> all i was thinking of there was like 
fucking the Halo uh, startup menu. Uh, so we start, you know, watching this thing go on. And the camera guy starts doing this interview with two guys who are watching it. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, so what happens if he tra- he tries to transform without this ritual? And the guys are like, yeah, he'll still transform. He's like, oh, so then why are we doing this ritual? And they're like, basically just for fun. They, like, <laughs> yeah. this entire fucking ritual is meaningless. It's pointless. It does nothing. All it does is hype the guy up before he goes and fucks shit up. That's literally the only reason that they do it. Uh, and this is a really funny, really funny thing. Um, they're in the middle of doing this ritual. And the camera guy's like, oh, fuck, I didn't get all that. Could you guys take it from the top? And he has to start this entire thing over. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. It, it's just such a dick fucking move like you yeah. just got invited into this like power plant or whatever <laughs> yeah. and then you try to you got a pretty decent part of the ritual and then you're like oh can we do that over again yeah you're the fucking guest of honor here like well not even the guest of honor you're just ste- you're just like stepping in big man japan is the guest of honor here you're just big man japan's friend you know <laughs> you, you're just there to watch everything happening you literally and and then you have the audacity to be like, hey, yeah, let's take it from the top, guys. Hey, that's real cool and all. Uh, start over. It's like when you uh the artist is like, you know, making like a nice ass like piece, you know, and they're asking for feedback. It's like, yeah, cool artwork is shit. Do it over again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me get some constructive criticism on this. And you're just like, yeah, it fucking sucks. Do it again. <laughs> Man. So, um. It's funny we get to see uh this <laughs> they he's doing this uh like zapping this hookup uh to these these Tesla coils for his transformation and they hoist up this massive like underwear slash thong for him to change into when he transforms on two fucking flagpoles <laughs> <laughs> and he has to stand inside of them. Inside of them while they're transforming, so that when he becomes big, his dong isn't hanging out. Um, and he like he's like pressing his face up against the cloth. <laughs> um, <laughs> it looks like that scene from Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, when the fucking with the waterbed. Yeah, with, with the with the wall or where, the wall, yeah. where he's trying Stretching to get against. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. This is also kind of funny. They've reused the same bigification scene from earlier where it's just like literally cut from the from the scene prior where he transformed to this one right here. It's the exact same scene. And this time he has this giant fucking sponsor tattoo on his chest for some supermarket. Uh, and it's kind of funny. Then we get another fucking Pokédex entry for this newest monster called the Leaping Monster. And immediately, once again, Big Man Japan just gets kicked in the fucking face with a giant kick and is on the ground. Q-second dumbass fight scene. He almost wins at one point, and then he gets, like, through some walkie-talkie he's wearing in his ear. They're like, oh, you need to start over because we we can't see the fucking logo that you're wearing, so let him go and then grapple with him again. Like, bro. Bro. Yo, people could fucking die for your supermarket right now, right? Dumb as fuck. This movie sucks. So, it's jumping around, 
and this is so fucking stupid too, it's literally just bouncing around all over the place. It jumps, it gets stuck between two buildings, and fucking dies. He doesn't even do anything to it. It just fucking gets stuck and then, like, decides to give up on life and kills itself. Doctor Strange Soul Exit Part 2 begins. You just see its fucking soul leave its body and float up into space. Uh, every time that happens, I, I just kind of laughed. To celebrate his giant win, he goes to some, like, karaoke bar with... I think that they insinuate that they're prostitutes. I wasn't really sure. It's just like a yeah. I didn't know because I couldn't tell. He pays one of them at the end to ride home with him. Either they're prostitutes or they're like rental girlfriends or something like that. Yeah, because yeah, because he's he's paying them to spend time with him at this karaoke bar and then later to go home with him. So I I have a feeling that these are not people that want to be around him they're with him because you know they're getting paid to be with him yeah so uh we're doing an interview with like this head girl who apparently has been friends with him for forever she is like yeah oh my god i love him so much like a brother he's he's such a cool friend he's a great friend he's getting fucking friend zoned by this girl and she's like uh i mean yeah he gets sapped with all that electricity like that can't be good for him like his health has to be declining or whatever and she's like, man, if they only, you know, fuck, I wish I could be big man Japan. I would let him have a day off. I'd go fight all the monsters. Like, he needs some time to himself. And it's like, man, you're like the first character in this movie that actually, like, has a soul. You're like the first character who actually cares about anything. Everybody else has just been cut and dry and bland. Even big man Japan is just doing it because he has to. That's just how it be in this movie, I guess. So, like I said, he gets in a car in a cab of some kind and, you know, he takes one of the girls home. This is funny moment where the camera guy runs up to the girl, one of the girls he was with. He's like, oh, my God, you're like fucking tall. Like, how tall are you? She goes, five, seven. Fucking tall in Japan. I know. I know. It's just funny because it's like five, seven is like like he was he was like oh my god like you're fucking tall like how tall are you and she's like five seven and it's like five seven what the fuck i'm like six foot <laughs> so that's a solid five inches taller than that you know and five seven well, is huge yeah and and like men at five seven will be like short king, short king. <laughs> i'm a short king i'm five seven bro I'm 5'3". Fuck you. Dude, sucks to be you. <laughs> hey, when are you getting your growth spurts? Oh, man. Don't worry, Short King. We stand with you. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> when are you going to stand up, by the way? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Lawrence. I, I love you. <laughs> nah, I deserve it. Man. <laughs> um, So... We at this point, this at this point in time, we are halfway through this fucking movie, and there is no plot, nothing. There's nothing. This movie has nothing. Dude, you're just not understanding it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no. But literally, we're halfway through this movie. We're fifty-eight minutes into this movie, or whatever, and there's no, there's nothing. It's literally been two sh half-assed fight scenes and some mockumentary stuff. That's it. That's all this movie's got to offer. Yeah. Uh, we get the first bit of like 
actual meaningful interaction here that actually has some furthering on this plot in some way where he actually goes to visit his grandfather who we find out was the fourth uh big man japan who the fourth was like like the the og like super famous world loved big man japan like he he was the one everybody was fond fond of right and he was the one who had like the servants and like the entourage and all the merch and all that stuff uh but apparently he has dementia and is in a, a nursing home now and they're interviewing one of the caretakers and they're like yeah does he do anything weird and he's like oh you know he just you know kind of does his you know he mumbles to himself he kind of wanders around for like nothing not anything over the top and uh we also find out that uh big man japan his dad is dead his grandfather's alive his dad is dead we don't find out how we just know that he's dead and oh that actually say what i missed that actually i didn't even catch that yeah his dad is dead we don't know how though yeah. he, he literally just says he's fucking dead yeah. that's that's fucking it dead, yeah we find out that his grandpa somehow zaps himself and goes big Somehow in this nursing home finds a source of electricity. Like he must have stuck a fucking fork in the outlet or something and turns into big man, Japan, uh, and yeah. starts wrecking, wrecking havoc all over the city. He doesn't know what he's doing. Like they said, he's got dementia, so he's not entirely with it. And they're like, yeah, so big man, Japan, we need you to go stop old big man, Japan. And he's like, no, he just flat out tells him he's not going to do it. And, there's new there's like all these tabloids and stuff that are like dude big man japan gone rogue like he's fucking everything up he, he fucking sucks now oh my god he's horrible and his agent is like you literally need to do me a favor right now and go fucking do it like go stop him or we're gonna have to move your fucking logos to your hips big guy yeah that's right your your fucking cardinal sin is moving these these logos onto your hips well guess what buddy that's gonna fucking happen <laughs> It makes a big deal how he doesn't want the the studio the the logos on his hips. This is literally like you just told him to go fucking shoot his son in the head or his daughter in the <laughs> head. He's like, if you if you fucking think I'm gonna move these logos to my hips, you've got another thing coming to you, pal. I wouldn't move anything in my hips. My hips are my pride and joy. He's like, he's like fucking like going crazy over the the mere prospect of this. And they're like, okay, well, guess what, pal? Your sponsors are threatening to leave, and the only way that they'll stay is if you fucking put these logos on your hips or you go stop your grandpa, right? So, basically, he stops him in between scenes. Like, we don't actually see it happen, but we know that he does. Uh, because, spoiler alert, the logos don't move to his hips. And here comes the arrival of Penis Monster. <laughs> Yay, Penis Monster. Note to everybody listening to this, it's not actually a penis monster, but it may as well be. It's a big ball sack looking thing with an eye attached to a long chick? vein to its I groin. I think it's supposed to, to look like a chick, you know, like a, like a baby yeah, like a, like goose, a, like yeah. a baby, you know what I'm trying to say? Chicken fetus. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like, it's got little hairs on it that like uh, chicks have, Well, but it has no head. Buddy, I hate to break it to you, but them's pubes. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, well, you guys saw oh, yeah. you guys saw chicks. I hey, I applaud you for it because all I could see was a big fucking ball sack. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this fucking thing had like a penis with an eye on it where its groin would be. Yeah, it was it was a like big a... fucking veiny shaft with an eyeball at the end of it that it would swing around and it was right on its groin, right between its legs. Yeah. Oh god. We we have approached oh. the movie. This is the single worst scene in this entire movie. It made me cringe so hard. It throws its eye at Big Man Japan, misses, and it fucking skids across the ground and it gets a road rash on its eyeball. And it's got pieces of concrete in it and like like glass and stuff sticking out of its eye and it's fucking bleeding and stuff and i was cringing so hard i was like oh my god i'm about to turn this fucking movie off yeah no i think we should make it apparent that uh brian in particular had like a very visceral reaction to this <laughs> it was like because what what part of me wants to watch a fucking eyeball get road rash okay that we, i wouldn't i wouldn't want to watch some guy in a movie like fucking skid his knee on concrete let alone let alone a giant fucking eyeball scrape a cons of concrete a bitch yeah you know what i agree with you on that i i think there is not a lot that's gonna phase me uh, that that fucking did though <laughs> <laughs> oh man so big man japan runs off it gets its eye. Basically, they said that if it falls under shade or out of light, it will fall asleep and you win, basically. So he runs away and it throws its eye after him. It gets its eye under shade and then it falls asleep and fucking dies. Well, okay, that's actually a lie. There's something very big that happens right here, including the asshole of the testicle monster. Anybody want to walk us through it? Uh, you know, oh. uh, when. Uh, you're very frustrated at something, you know, and think. Actually, no, 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 no. Um, you you know that expression that there's like something is a pain in your ass. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this, this this dude wants to emphasize that by like sticking his like stick inside that thing's asshole, and just <laughs> shoves it way up there. He yep. does. He literally goes up to this fucking thing and and and. Plunges his asshole with his beating stick. Why? You're gonna have to do Grandpa a favor, Morty. <laughs> yeah. Why? What was the what was the fucking point of this? Why? You could have just beaten it over that eyeball and called it a day, but you had to fucking do that. Okay, buddy. Man, Big Man Japan, a very controversial figure right here. Uh, so its soul starts to float to heaven, and Big Man Japan literally gets jumped while this is happening by a giant red-thighed, like, baby demon thing. And he just gets his fucking ass kicked. Like, this thing knocks him to the ground and just, like, curb stomps him, like, a hundred fucking times. And then, like, his nose and face is all busted, he's bleeding everywhere, and Big Man Japan just books it and runs off. We find out that he's been hiding in his house. His like his face is covered in bandages and stuff. And apparently his ratings went up from 1% to 7%. And it's only because people were watching him get his ass kicked. I just thought that was they, kind of funny. Just, I, I think like they hated on him too much, you know? Like The fans? I would say the 
they're not even fans, dude. They just want to see his ass kick. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I agree, but they're ironic fans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his agent somehow like is. Us. Yeah, literally, just like <laughs> us. His agent somehow is super rich. Like she has a super expensive car and like a bunch of dogs. They talk about dogs here for like four minutes. Here's another piece of fat we cut from this movie. Completely necessary for the plot. No, no, no. The fact that the name, the dog's name was Delicacy is Delicacy and extremely important. Something else starting with an S. Delicacy and uh, sympathy, or it was like delicacy and some. I thought it was sympathy. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no, definitely essential for the plot. Yeah, it was the kind of the dog breed with like the really thin face. What is that breed called? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. I do, but let me look it up. I have no fucking idea. A dashing a greyhound, maybe a greyhound. No. I don't know. I'm no, I'm no dog expert here. <laughs> All I know is, go ahead. It's those really weird ones that have like a really thin face. No, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like the, like hot dog nose. It's like the yeah. like the thickness of a hot dog and super fucking long yeah i know yeah 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 so him and his agent meet up at a restaurant and he starts grilling her about some investigation or whatever that's going on into this monster and turns out this monster was not japanese it was not a japanese demon or whatever not a monster from japan they have no idea where it came from and yep that's the end of that scene that's literally it don't don't bring it up literally again at, at all in this movie. Lots of scenes like that. Lots of scenes like that that, that mean nothing. So he's going to visit his daughter because, you know, we need more movie in this movie. More non-Big Man Japan movie in this movie. Uh, this is kind of funny. He's meeting them at a big boy, like the restaurant, a big boy in Japan. There are states in the United States that do not have big boys, and yet Japan has a big boy. That's just weird to me. I wonder if California has a big boy. I'm going to say probably not. There is. There is big... No yeah. one. Uh, there's one about 10 minutes from me. Oh, wow. Interesting. It says there's, uh, looks like three in all of California. <laughs> yeah it's funny <laughs> oh wait it's all in la too oh wait no there's four in cal no oh there's a couple okay that's just funny though i don't know i just was like man it's kind of kind of weird that there's one there uh i thought it was probably just because you know big man japan big boy huge sponsorship opportunity definitely yeah uh so he's meeting his ex-wife there to meet his kid she is not happy, the ex-wife, that he's got someone filming and they have this huge argument about blurring on his daughter's face or whatever. And here's his daughter's huge, huge minutes of screen time here. We get three three pieces of dialogue from her. Three of them. And Great. here they are as follows. Don't know. Don't know. Don't care. And that's the end of the daughter being talkative on the screen. We get to see her another time very briefly for like 20 seconds. And that's also it. During you his... know what? Maybe I'm not so opposed to the idea of him having a fucking son. You know, just don't know. Don't know. 
Don't care. Oh, well, you forgot that there's a voice filter on, so it's like, don't know, don't know, don't care. <laughs> you can just tell she's just not interested in this fucking interview she's having. Well, no, I mean. Yeah, she just, she doesn't like her dad. Yeah, no, she doesn't, because yeah. they're like, they're like the, well, we should probably, I didn't write all the questions down, but they're basically like, oh, you, do you love, you love your dad? Don't know. You think your dad does good? Don't know. You want to spend more time with your dad? Don't care. So, yeah, it's like, and he takes her to, like, this huge zoo trip. He bought her a hat. He's trying to be a good dad, but she just doesn't give a fuck. And this is where the ex-wife, in her own private interview, is like, yeah, he only gets to see her two times a year. He wants to see her once a month, but I can't stand to see him more than twice a year. And they ask whether or not she would be fine with the daughter becoming the next big man in Japan because obviously the dad wants to retire eventually. And she's like, no, no, definitely not. And then we cut to this being played on a TV and they're like, do you mind big man Japan watching all this interview? And she's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck, whatever. And he's like covering his face, like probably crying. <laughs> He's, like, got his hair down over his eyes and stuff, so you can't see. I imagine he was probably doing it because he was crying, but I don't know. Pretty pretty rough. This guy's life fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then oh the next gosh. scene, he's cut his hair. It was, like, mid-back length before. Maybe a little shorter. Maybe, like, low shoulder. And the next scene, it's, like, chin length. So, pretty pretty substantial cut. And yet, when he goes into his big man Japanish form, uh, it's literally exactly the same. Yeah, no, no change in length. I guess his his form chain doesn't give a shit about hair length. We are immediately thrown into another monster here, the stink monster. This right here is my least favorite part of the movie. Yep. You you say that about every fucking scene. I mean it this time. I mean it this time. This is my least. Okay, this is my least favorite. Like, just. Well, I mean, you'll fucking understand as we explain it, but this is my least favorite anything in this movie, okay? So, the stink monster, that's the newest monster. We are told it smells worse than a hot, or 10,000 piles of human feces combined. Ew. First of all, first off, like, gross. What a very vivid, like, image in my head. 10,000 poops. In a pile. And it smells worse than that. Christ. Uh, this thing looks like a giant octopus, and it literally is just having a conversation with Big Man Japan. That's that is the entirety of this scene. He's literally just talking to this thing, and he's like, What the fuck are you doing here? And it's like, shut your ugly ass up, bitch. You look like you look stupid. Fuck you. And he's like, Well, okay, well, it's my job to protect this country. He's like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. Kill yourself. <laughs> and he's like okay well get the fuck out of here and like for some reason he's not just kicking the shit out of it like hey look I'm I, I'm not one to tote like violence when it's not necessary but you were like sent to kill this thing so maybe do it already you know <laughs> hey look sometimes you just gotta you gotta make your point made it's like completely fucking ignoring him and it just starts breaking things and killing people literally killing people it's fucking breaking windows of office buildings and squishing people and stepping on cars and stuff and he's like now mister you better stop that or we're gonna have trouble you like bro just beat it over the head or something like kill it. 
Aaron. Jonathan, go to your room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you like uh uh please like stop murdering people? That'd be great. Thanks. Yeah, he's just like he's very like he's like now, Mister. You... No snuffles. Why would you? Why would you get into the cat mix without my permission? You bad cat. You get out of here. That's basically what he's doing with this thing. He's just like, now you better stop killing those people. You know that's bad. And this thing's like, yeah, fuck you, bitch. And so there's like a five minute conversation that is literally just this back and forth. And now there's another monster that's right behind him, and he's like, yeah. And this is the original monster. It's like, yeah. That guy's been following me around all day. Pretty sure he wants to fuck or something. And Pink Man Japan's like, oh, okay. And he's like, well, you better not have sex in the middle of the city. And he's like, oh, no, don't worry. We're not going to have sex. That's like, it's a gross, bro. That's disgusting. And this movie is supposed to be about a big guy fighting monsters. They just gave up, I think, at this point. They just they just decided that having a, uh, a sex in the city vibe would be better because these two monsters just start fucking in the middle of downtown. Oh, fuck. Oh, hot, hot. Oh man, the little squid monsters or whatever. It's so uh, gross too. Wait, go ahead. He he mentions how the the second monster, the mo- monster that shows up, is a child. Yeah, I was I I also noticed that. I thought that, that was just like a lie though. To ca- I, like I catch him know. off guard because he's like, oh yeah. no, I wouldn't have sex with that monster. That's just a kid. Oh, oh, that's disgusting. No, you can totally let your guard down and turn around and walk away. Like I'm not gonna do that. That's gross. Also worth mentioning, uh, this thing leans over and you get to see a fucking monster vagina. Great. Good movie, yeah. by the way. Good movie, by the way. Very happy with the, the course of action in this movie. Uh. <laughs> Great. So uh, there's a new news flash on the Pokédex. There's a new monster, the child monster. <sighs> oh, man. Was... Oof. I, I remember this, actually. Uh, I've... I've watched this movie when I was like maybe first grade because I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I have the DVD. Um, Unfortunate, burn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I vividly remember this scene. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why it's fucking traumatizing. It really yeah. is. Maybe maybe that's why I have so much just going wrong. <laughs> um, Big Man Japan did this to you. Just starting a therapy session. Big Man Japan. <laughs> Big Man Japan support group. Uh, may I may I take this one? I would love it if you took this one. <laughs> so, we get another newsflash Pokédex thing, and this thing's uh uh the child monster. And he goes on. He goes to this. I don't. know, What kind of building is it? Because like the top of the building is like fluffy, almost like a pillow. It looked to me like it was an indoor stadium, like a like yeah. a, like a baseball or like a soccer stadium or something with like a removable top. Is what I thought it was. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah. So this baby sitting there with like a bowl cut and everything. Yeah, full head and... of hair on this kid. <laughs> and this baby's like has its eyes closed, and it's like calling out for his mother right it's just like mother 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 and this and this and fucking uh big man japan is just like sitting there all confused like the fuck am i supposed to do he uh he picks up the baby this giant child uh monster thing and it's still just like calling out for his mother and then the child turns 
and starts fucking sucking on his nipple. <laughs> oh, and then, yeah. And, and don't just go away. It gets better. It gets better. <laughs> Big Man Japan's like, I don't know what to fucking do. He's like so confused. And then this child fucking bites his nipple. <laughs> and Big Man Japan is so startled that he fucking drops the fucking baby. <laughs> he drops this baby. And you just see a baby's soul floating up into the sky. <laughs> and uh, in particular for me, because I don't know about y'all, but I have this like irrational fear of holding babies. Because you don't want to drop I'm it? I'm terrified I'm going to drop the baby and like... Dude, that's either the best part. Grow the fuck up. Grow the Give fuck up. Honestly, head... I did this shit when I was in sixth grade. I held a baby. That was <laughs> fuck up. I never held a baby I'm with before. Lawrence on this one. I'm with Lawrence on this one. That would terrify me. There's no part of okay. me that would want to hold a baby. You know why? Because I agree with Lawrence. Because look, you literally drop that thing and it's its soul is floating up into the into space. Either it's you soul... somehow let go of a fucking baby in your arms. Look, if it gets if it starts to get heavy, you know, give it give 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 the baby back to parents, you know. But like I'm sure I'm sure it weighs nothing. I'm sure it's like totally easy to hold a baby but i feel like the 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 even the slight chance of me dropping the baby if it's like a point okay, one yeah, percent considering chance. how fucking clumsy i am i can kind of listen listen kinda listen go... either its soul floats up into heaven after you drop it or it turns exactly. into vocal <laughs> damn no laughs at that joke i thought that was pretty good oh my god <laughs> <laughs> There's just uh, oh my god. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh shit. Oh, I'm sorry for that one. <laughs> oh man, I had to. It was just a perfect opportunity. Also, by the way, uh, Big Man Japan for abortions confirmed. Ogle. Ogle. Okay, <laughs> making sure you're here. Um. <laughs> Also, the reason I say that is because all these people start protesting in front of his fucking house, and they've got these, like, yeah. signs that's like, Big Man Japan kills babies and stuff. <laughs> uh, it just reminds me of, like, like the fucking Planned Parenthoods where you go and there's, like, abortion protests in front of them. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Lay up a little bit, would you? I, I remember I on my TikTok once, I talked about, like, abortion... And, you know, I, I was very obviously Did Ben Shapiro so, rag on you for it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I had I had someone go on my on my every single one of my TikToks and be like, baby killer. He's a baby killer. <laughs> Dude, I'm, like, I'm going to pull a big man Japan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. It's like, OK, I know you don't like me and you disagree with me, but what what is the point of going through all that trouble? Like going to every forty one of my plus TikToks. TikToks to comment that <laughs> somebody's got too much free time on their hands. Honestly, oh man. So yeah, basically we cut to Big Man Japan getting shit faced at a bar because you know he's just going through it right now. Obviously, like he can't go home because there's people threatening to murder him and stuff. Uh, we, we he's like, yeah, I don't like to talk about my childhood, and we find out why. It's because uh, as a kid he was like this overweight. You know, he was an overweight Japanese kid, and they were talking about how, like, oh, whatever, it's not not common for, I guess, Japanese kids to be overweight or something, I guess is, like, the what they were trying to say. I didn't really understand what the whole point of it was. They kept mentioning the fact that he was very overweight, though. Yeah. So, 
And then he's like, yeah, my dad kicked the shit out of me. One time he hit the fucking like the fucking garage and hooked a car battery up to my nipples to try and turn me into big man japan oh my god this is the worst scene of the movie oh cool you want you want to talk about it no i oh no oh my god <laughs> I, I i don't that part of the movie just Dude, it was like a fucking mental flashbang yeah like uh <laughs> lawrence you want to do it sure so after the the zap so the zapping didn't work to turn into big man japan it, and his uh big man japan's father stopped him his grandfather his grandfather my my bad yeah his, his grandfather stopped him and then we cut back to big man japan the main character and his nipples have turned into like volcanoes literally like the size of two like model volcanoes on his chest with like molten molten tips i'm just like what the fuck how does the, yeah how does this fucking tie in the movie what he takes his shirt off he's got two like fucking <laughs> like nipples hanging down to his chest or like down his waist or something it reminds me of the like zip lighting videos where some dude put it on his nipple <laughs> oh christ i'm fuck you stop talking about that right now i don't want to hear i don't want to hear another fucking word wait what what are you talking about Wait, was it? Uh, was it? They, people were doing bungee jumping. That's right. I, I say sky. Oh jumping. my god! It's bungee were, jumping. I'm gonna throw up. Jumping. They were bungee jumping and they put it on their nipples and their nipples like fucking stretch. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> it, wait, what are you talking about? Is this real? Yes. What? Oh my god! I've seen the video. There's a fucking video of it. After this, I'm gonna send it to you so you can watch it. I don't know if I want it's, to. It is awful. It's awful. It's something I wish I never fucking heard about in my entire life. Fuck, people are gross. Uh, to the people out there watching this, listening to this, that may have bungee jumped by the nipples before, get the fuck off this podcast. You're not welcome here. <laughs> <laughs> You're not welcome here. Find a new podcast to listen to. Plot twist. That's like everyone on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> every Imagine. single, Every single listener just stops listening. Oh man! Oh fuck! Uh, oh gosh! I'm sorry to say this. I, I must. I must leave the call now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, we. Uh, so he's leaving this this bar, and he finally gets to use this umbrella he's been carting around the whole movie. Yeah. Plot twist. And so we get this like weird clip show thing where it's like flashbacks of him and his grandfather and him walking through the rain while his sad music is playing in the background. Doesn't really make any sense. Doesn't really fit in with the movie, but welcome to big man, Japan. Uh, and suddenly the fucking ministry of defense of Japan is jumping him at his house. He's laid down, going to bed and the ministry have all these hidden cameras set up inside his house and they fucking bust his door down and hook all these things up to his nipples, like the fucking car battery up to his nipples. And he's cradling his cat and they just fucking pump him full of electricity and turn him into big man, Japan and his fucking house disintegrates. And the whole time the three of us were like, that cat's fucking dead. That cat's dead. But, uh, turns out, I guess electricity to anybody just turns them into a bigger form of themselves. Because the cat turns into a big cat Japan. 
<laughs> I don't know why. Does that mean you he never see this cat again, too? No, he, he like just yeah, off. he fucking dips. But I I don't understand. Does that mean like what? You fucking walk into an electric fence, you turn into the Hulk. <laughs> Anybody in Japan gets electrocuted, they just become giant. No, uh, uh, you clearly don't understand the complexity <laughs> of the war. Uh, everyone's big. Everyone is a big man in Japan. Uh, maybe it's only really? if you get nipple zapped. Always was. Yeah. <laughs> it always was meme. Yeah. Uh so there this whole thing is being broadcast on TV. And it's funny too because they do this fake ritual. They talk about having him do the ritual every time. They just do this fake ritual right before they zap him. He has to keep up the ruse or whatever, but uh turns out they turned him big so he could go fight the red thing from earlier, the the demon baby thing. And we kind of can allude to the fact that this is all done so they can boost ratings because the last time he fought it, clearly they made a shit ton of money because his agent got a, got a huge new car and all that stuff. Uh, and we get the worst fucking fight scene music I've ever heard in my life. It's literally just like fucking rubbing a fork against a ceramic plate and fax machines going off. It sounds, it sounds like the, the nineties internet boot up, uh, sound. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, it was bad. It was so, like, I don't know. It, it was, like, I, I wanted to fucking mute the music. It was, like, how do I turn this off? It was obnoxious, I will say that. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so, oof. He starts to fight this red thing. His grandfather shows up. His grandfather gets fucked over in, like, ten seconds his soul starts to float out of his grandfather's body with a s fucking yo-yoing out of his body with a slide whistle the whole time. It's like, <laughs> like fucking yo-yoing. Like, I don't know if you can hear that or not. My fucking, my whistling or not. But anyways, it's like, it's like a slide whistle going up and down and stuff. It's like, okay. And they start fucking breathing fire on big man Japan. Uh, he's getting torched by this thing. And all of a sudden there's this huge blinding light, like a giant flashbang went off. Pause, pause, pause. Because okay. you forgot something. Oh, Rewind. I did. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the 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 red thing starts running away a after it uh like fucks over the grandfather, and uh, and he, like Big Man Japan gets mad because he just fucked over his grandfather, right? Oh, so he chases oh, I I know what scene you're talking about. And yeah, you're right. I completely missed it. He chases after the red thing, and then accidentally kicks his grandfather in the face and just cracks his grandfather's neck and the grandfather's soul flies up into heaven. <laughs> Come on, like, don't, don't you just accidentally kick your fucking grandfather? What the fuck? Hey, hey you say that, word. you say what the fuck. Wait till this next scene, Lawrence. Wait till oh, this yeah. next scene. You're, you're really gonna be saying what the fuck. Just like, the, the sound of the cracking of the neck. And the thing is, I completely me. missed that scene. Completely. Yeah. I, I was taking mm -hmm. notes. Fun fact, yeah. I take notes while we watch all these movies. Uh, I completely missed that scene. <laughs> like, but the, my favorite part, though, is I, I just remembered, like, he this, the the dude, Big Man Japan, was having, like, I, I don't know when it was, but he was having, like, flashbacks of being with his grandpa and whatnot, and he just yeah. accidentally fucking kills his grandpa by just <laughs> kicking him. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were, we were just seeing how much he cares about his grandfather. And then he fucking kicks his neck and like breaks his neck. Yeah, he he, he fucking murders him. 
Jesus Christ. Well, it doesn't matter for long, though, considering what's about to happen. Yes. Okay. Lawrence, um, you want to take a second? Um, uh, I mean, I can do it. I just didn't know if you no, want. No, you do it. Okay. But people at home, uh, just... Brace just yourselves. Brace yourselves. Brace yourselves. Brace yourselves. Okay. He's getting cornered. He's getting torched. He's, he's basically like, okay, this is it. Blinding light just starts to grow and cover the screen until it's all white. And then these letters pop up over the screen. Freeze! All caps, exclamation point. Fucking Super Justice and his family are standing in the middle of the city, which has now turned into a children's playset. Okay. It's like doing then, all these introductions. It's like Super Justice, Super Justice's dad, Super Justice's mom, Super Justice's brother, Super Justice's baby brother. And it's doing all these intros. Uh, they all look like uh, Ultraman, like like a bunch of different Ultraman. Yeah, uh, yeah. Things. They're <laughs> also all dressed in red, white, and blue. They're, su- they're supposed to be American because they are all speaking English and one of them's got a f- an American flag on it, right? And they're supposed to be American, and there's just this, the the whole city, like I said, is just this diorama thing. And I'm just sitting here like, what the fuck just happened? What, what, what the fuck just happened? Uh, Big Man Japan is there too. Also, there was a little pop-up that said the rest of this will now be live action. Okay, there was fucking Bayman Japan is wearing a buff suit now, like a clearly fake buff suit. The whole thing is a fucking a kids diorama city. The the demon baby thing is now just some guy in a fucking red baby head and like that's in a red bodysuit. And <laughs> Bayman Japan is hiding behind a house. Uh, and. Super Justice sh- sticks his hand out and he's like, hey man, shake my hand. And they shake hands and he runs back and hides behind a house and Super Justice starts to kick the fuck out of this thing. Like, he picks up a bus and like beats him over the head with it. Uh, Super Justice's sister is like rolling up newspapers and handing them over and he starts beating the fuck out of him with it. Like, he picks up a building and just starts wh- whacking him over the head. Like, he's just kicking the shit out of this guy. And like, these are actual genuine punches too. Like, this guy is actually punching this other guy. I'm sure, like, the suit's deflecting most of it, so he's not really feeling anything, but like, he's, he's genuinely punching this guy, right? It was at this point that I was just, like, screaming my ass off, because I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, literally, this is, like, this is, like, mind fuck of the century. It's like, what <laughs> has like, happened so to my movie? Dimension, okay? You just don't understand. <laughs> so, beyond, so far beyond comprehension, right? Yeah, it's a um, reality. So... He starts to, <laughs> he goes, uh, fucking, wow, God, what's he say? He's like, give me the baby or something. And you're like, okay. He fucking has the oh, yeah. mom set this baby on the ground and cue it up like a football. <laughs> and big, not big man, man, super justice takes a couple steps back and fucking bunts it into this thing's face. And the baby just fucking disappears. Gone. Vanishes into the aether. Never to be seen again. 
baby fucking died. You probably saw its soul <laughs> floating up into heaven in the background. <laughs> um, so they start stripping this thing naked after they beat the shit out of it. And this is like a five minute scene. It's like they're literally just kicking the shit out of this cartoon character for like a children's TV show. And he's like, all right, everybody, super fucking beam, friendship beam, go. Justice beam, go. And everybody's in the middle yelling peace. And they're all looking at, at Big Man Japan. And he's like, what the fuck? What is happening? And they're like, peace. And he's like, you want me to join? They're like, peace. It's like, fuck, okay, I'm sorry. And he runs over, he sticks his hand in the middle. And a massive rainbow beam shoots out. And they fucking blow this thing to bits. Uh, and so they're like, all right, time to fly away. Peace, peace, peace. And they're just screaming peace. And, and Big Man Japan's like, okay, it was very nice meeting you guys. I'm going to go now. And they're like, no, fuck you, buddy. You're coming with us. You're part of the gang now. <laughs> and they basically kidnap him. They wrap their arms around him and fucking fly off into space. Uh, and there's this shot of him being blown around, which is clearly just like a blow up like doll. That's just being carted around like on motors and stuff. And guess what? That's the fucking oh, end of the movie. Well, no, no, no. He, like, loses his shoe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he loses Never his better. shoe, and he's like, guys, guys, I, I, I lost my shoe. Can we go back for my shoe? And they're like, nah, buddy. They, they don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. And then that's the end of the fucking movie. Hey, yep. you're forgetting about the credits. The very important part. Um, They, they were having dinner. Yeah, they're all having dinner in their super hideout lair, and Big Man Japan is <laughs> just sitting there listening to the fucking domestic uh, violence going on. As they all yell at each other and threaten to murder each other and whatnot. The baby's not I'm there. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> the baby's not there, so we know they just fucking left it in the city. So yeah, uh, that's it. That's the movie. What a time to be alive. Yeah, I, I'm glad I you know used two hours of my life just really well. Well, good news. This is the shortest podcast yet. Well, episode that we've done. Oh, really? Hour and 30, not even. Wow. Yeah. It's because there was no uh, fucking substance movie. Probably the longest movie we've watched, and yet the shortest podcast episode <laughs> we've done. Crazy how that works out. Yeah, this movie set a lot of new records. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oof. I just. After this movie, I, I really. I'm going to. I think I'm going to have nightmares tonight. <laughs> With the yeah. That movie traumatized me. It was so it bad. Imagine watching this shit when you're in kindergarten. It was so <laughs> bad. It was so bad. It made no sense. It was just whack. Yeah. Whack ass movie. <laughs> All right. Well, Closing thoughts. Okal, would you recommend watching this movie to anybody and or would you watch it again on your own? Again, if I'm on something, hey, this is the fucking movie for it. Especially <laughs> with friends or whatever, you know. This but no, there there are definitely better movies out there. Um it had like a I can't explain it like a at a direction. This wasn't executed properly. Um, Definitely they true. Could have, they they could have made the interviews so much more interesting and something actually happening, but they didn't do that, which is kind of what made it so boring. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Lawrence. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just no. Just no. No. Don't no. God. I mean, unless you like want to be traumatized. Because, fuck. Well, let's be honest. Out of everything we've seen so far, it's not the worst. It's yeah. not the worst, but it is definitely the most traumatizing. I will remember this movie 
for years. I think out of everything that we've watched thus far, this is not the worst that we've seen. I think this is the one I would recommend least to people to watch, though. <laughs> yeah. I think that it's it. And the only reason is because, oh, my God, what a drag of a movie. This was two hours almost of fucking nonsense. Yeah, that is true. I mean, literally. Uh, actually, actually, Brian, you know what my closing statement is? Huh? I, I, I'm sorry for the... You know, fucking monstrosity my people have created. Um. <laughs> uh, all is forgiven. All is forgiven. <laughs> uh, well, next week, yeah. if I may, yeah, is um, uh, my personal pick will be um, <clears throat> the Dungeon Master. We should probably explain now. how we're doing movie picks from now on. Yeah, since that's kind of a new a new thing. Uh so. We've decided to kind of do uh, one pick per month each. So three weeks of the month, which is going to be, uh, since this is the beginning of the month, it's going to be Okul and then Lawrence and then myself. And the fourth movie of the month is going to be group pick and it's going to be a good movie. Wow, right? That's shocker. Uh, oh, and it's going to be something actually tolerable and it's going to be like a, like a palate cleanse before we jump into another shitty movie. Because <laughs> yeah, um, we're human. We need fucking breaks. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, next week is Lawrence's pick. And Lawrence, you want to give a little bit of a, a little bit of a talk about what it's going to be? Well, you see, as a as a dungeon master myself. He means in the sexual way, by the way. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, How about the you next movie... yourself and getting some bitches? <laughs> the next movie is The Dungeon Master, which is uh, uh, has uh, nothing to do with D&D. That is well... true. It has nothing to do with D&D. This, this one's going to be interesting because it's uh, apparently an anthology movie. Came out so in 1984. Yep. A bunch of different uh, little short films kind of packed into one movie. So mm -hmm. it'll be interesting for sure. Yeah, we'll see if it'll uh, it'll be anything we can make heads or tails of. <laughs> um, I'm excited for that. I think that's going to be a fun time. It's also kind of a shorter movie, by the way. Yeah, I just looked at that. It's only an hour and 13 minutes. Yeah, so probably won't be too long of an episode next week either. But uh, yeah. nonetheless, I'm very excited for it. So stick around. Uh, next Monday, a week from today, will be the Dungeon Master. And until then, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, any final, final closing statements, anyone? No. No? Uh, no. No. Shit movie. Uh, don't watch it. And uh, stay tuned for next week where you might have a movie that we recommend a little bit more than this one. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks everybody for listening and enjoy the rest of your days. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye.